0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truth to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. People have a tendency to judge. Sometimes we look at a person's circumstances and judge them to be good or bad based on how their life is going. Not sure what I mean? Today, on drawing near, Jesus addresses this issue. He does so by challenging the old Jewish notion that if things are going bad in your life, then God must be punishing you. Or, if things are going good, God must be rewarding you. Let's take our Bibles and learn the truth from Jesus as we ask the question Are there good sinners? And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, As we come before you today, we pray that we would focus today on your grace and mercy, that we would not focus on our goodness or badness, or the judgment of other people's goodness or badness. Father, you know our hearts. You know they are desperately wicked above all things who can know it. Father, you know that we are enemies, alien, strangers to you, dead in our sin, apart from faith in Jesus Christ which comes only through your love, mercy, and grace. We thank you for this, Father, and we thank you for the realization of our sin. It is a good thing for us to know that we are sinners, and not just good sinners, but sinners exactly like all other sinners, condemned apart from faith in Christ. Now open our eyes to these things. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Luke chapter 13, we're going to read the first five verses. In these verses, there are some unusual things that the Jewish people believed that we may or may not embrace. In verse 1 of chapter 13, we read, There were present at that season some who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans? Because they suffered such things? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them? Do you think they were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. So as Jesus is traveling around speaking to people in his ministry, He is confronted by some people who give him a report about Galileans who had died, whose blood was mingled with sacrifices under Pontius Pilate. Now, we don't know much about these historical points. We don't know much about these Galileans, or for that matter, those individuals upon whom the Tower of Siloam fell. Those are historic incidences, but they're not significant for our discussion today. What is significant is this. There was the view among the Jewish people that if things were going well in your life, God blessed you. In other words, good people are blessed by God. People whom bad things are happening to must be bad people because God is not blessing them. It's one of the reasons why women who were barren were ostracized. Because if they were good people, then God would give them children. So they must be bad because God had made them barren. And there are many other illustrations of this in Scripture. Well, Jesus brings up this question. After hearing about these Galileans, whom Pilate had mingled their blood with sacrifices, Jesus asked these individuals this question. Do you suppose that these Galileans, the ones who had been killed and their blood mixed with sacrifices, were worse sinners than all other Galileans? He asked the same question in a moment. Do you think that those 18 on whom the tower of Siloam fell and killed them, do you think they were worse sinners than other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? Jesus answers the question. He says, I tell you, no, both times. They weren't worse sinners. All the Galileans were just as sinful as these whom Pilate had mingled their blood with sacrifices. And all those who dwell in Jerusalem were just the same type of sinners they were bad sinners, just like those upon whom the Tower of Siloam fell. Now, before we go further, I need to ask the question. We all do. Do we think this way? Do we think that because people suffer, because bad things happen to people, they must be bad or there must be something wrong with them? There must be something in their life that God is judging or that they're doing to cause these things? Do we also look at people who appear to be healthy and wealthy and everything seems to be going well and think that they are good people? Another way of looking at this is do we look at the homeless person and think that the homeless person is bad and the person who lives in a nice house and has a nice family and a good job, they are good? Do the circumstances of a person determine the sinfulness of their heart or reflect the sinfulness of their heart? Jesus says all the Galileans were just as sinful as those whom Pilate had killed. He says all of those in Jerusalem were just as sinful as those upon whom the Tower of Siloam had fallen and killed them. He also adds this after telling them, no, they weren't worse sinners. He says, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. He says that in both instances. Notice what he doesn't say. He doesn't say, but unless all the other Galileans repent, they will also perish. He doesn't say, unless all the other people who dwell in Jerusalem repent, they will all likewise perish. He says, but I tell you, unless you repent, his audience, you will all likewise perish. The conclusion here is first and foremost, we are all sinners. And we're all the same type of sinners. We are full of sin. Some of us don't have more sin than others. We are all full of sin. That's how a righteous, holy God judges us. And unless we repent and turn away from our sin, repentance is not just saying, I'm sorry. Repentance is stop sinning. Go the other way. And what we know from the New Testament is repentance is turn away from our sin and follow Jesus Christ. It's not just stop doing some sinful things and start doing some good things. It's stop sinning and put our faith in Jesus Christ and follow him. That's important to understand here. And we need to spend some time thinking about this notion in our hearts that there are good sinners and bad sinners, that there are sins that are not as bad as other sins, because the Bible does not teach that. In verse 6, he goes on and gives this parable. He spoke this parable to them, and he said, A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, Look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down, why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, Sir, let it be alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well, but if not, after that you can cut it down. So what's the point of this parable? Well, similar to the previous passage, it's about sin and fruit bearing. By now, in our study of Luke, in our studies of the New Testament, we should know that Jesus expects all people to bear fruit, to be fruitful. What that means is he expects them to bear fruit of the Spirit, fruit of holiness and righteousness. Those who do not bear fruit are lost they're sinners, they're not in the vine, they do not dwell in Jesus. And so Jesus expects all humanity, not just Christians, all humanity to bear fruit. And when they don't, they're cut off, they're thrown in the fire, they're burned. In this passage of Scripture, Jesus is emphasizing that we need to repent and bear fruit. Not just repent, but repent and bear fruit. And it's interesting that toward the end of this, after three years of not bearing fruit and the master wanting this tree cut down, the gardener, the caretaker says, let me take care of it for another year. If it bears fruit then, good. If not, we will cut it down. It's a warning. We who are not bearing fruit need to be warned that we need to get busy. We need to hear the word of God We need to cultivate the soil around us, or around those around us, and see if they will not bear fruit, because judgment is coming. Did you hear that? Judgment is coming. We've already heard, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Here, doesn't bear fruit, cut it down. Our sin is a serious issue, and it must be dealt with. It must be dealt with immediately. Because as we've learned earlier in these studies, Jesus is coming back, and he is going to hold us accountable. He's going to judge us. We need to hear these truths, because sin is a critical thing to deal with. It is primary. Turn away from our sin, put faith in Jesus Christ under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, walk in the Spirit, not in the flesh, and produce the fruit of the Spirit. That's what we are to do, and we will do that if we abide in Christ. Father in heaven, thank you for these words. Thank you for this passage. And I pray, Father, that although we would rather hear studies on love and joy and peace and all of those kinds of things, Father, this is what Jesus talks about more than anything else, which means this is what we need to hear more than anything else. Give us wisdom and discernment and help us to hear the voice of Jesus. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.